friends, and welcome to the Girl Means Business Podcast. I'm your host, Kendra Swalls, a photographer and educator on a mission to help you find your passion, power, and purpose through entrepreneurship. So let's jump right into today's episode because this girl means business. Hey there, welcome back to the Girl Means Business Podcast as we launch our first episode of 2021. Now, as much as I love Christmas and the holidays, there is something so exciting about the start of a new year. And I know a lot of people say it's just another day on the calendar. It's just nothing's really changed. There's no flip that's been switched. I understand that. But symbolically, there's something super exciting to me about starting a new year with a new calendar, a new planner, a new notebook, just fresh ideas. It gives me this sense of excitement and a sense of what's to come and the possibility that the year ahead holds. And I know that a lot of us have struggled in 2020, whether it was, you know, personally, professionally, mentally, physically, all of the above. And we're all hoping that this next year brings us happiness and success and joy and all the things that we were lacking in 2020. And this is the perfect time of year to start looking at all the things in our lives that we want to have a fresh slate in. One of the things that I love this time of year is our friend Ali Kazaza, who if you listen to the recap episode from last year, her episode was in there. If you go back and listen to her episode on finding work-life harmony, she does a whole series in January in her Declutter Like a Mother Facebook group where she goes through each day and helps you declutter something in her in your home. And so I've been going through that with her this month and it's been amazing. So I've decluttered my bathroom, I'm working on my kitchen, and it's physically a way to go through the things in our home that are taking up space that we no longer need or that we no longer use. I mean, going through my bathroom cabinets, I had things in there, like skincare products and self-tanners and hair stuff and travel sample stuff that I just didn't even know had been in there. I had hair ties that were falling apart and bobby pins that didn't work anymore and makeup that was no longer needed. And it just felt really good to get rid of it, to clean it all out. And coming from someone who's married to a somewhat hoarder, it's always exciting for me to go through and clean out things. And this is the time of the year when I get to do that. And it just, it clears up space in my life for lots of other things. And I'm personally one of those people that mentally I struggle when there's lots of clutter around me. I don't do well when there are stacks of papers on the, on the desk or when the kitchen counter is cluttered, I need that clean space in order for my brain to work. And so even things like going through my phone and I've deleted apps I no longer use or need. I went through and deleted contacts from when I was teaching like 12 years ago, people that I taught with, I no longer needed. I had like the old subsystem um, phone number in my contacts from when I was looking for sub, when I was teaching, things like that that I no longer use or need, I got rid of. And as simple as that sounds, it really makes a huge difference. So for me, this is the time of the year when I go through all those things in my life and I start to really evaluate like what's necessary, what's not necessary. And I do the same thing in my business. So here is an activity I want you to try. This is what I do at the beginning of every year. And I really do it kind of halfway through the year as well, just as a check-in point. 
when you have time, when you're not in your car, when you're not out for a walk or working out or whatever you're doing currently, sit down when you have some space and some time to spend on this. Get a notepad or a piece of paper or a notebook. And I want you to divide it in half. So you're going to have two columns. On the left side, I want you to put the systems and programs you're already using. And on the right-hand side, I want you to make a list or make a title that says something along the lines of programs I need in my business. And so what you're going to do is you're going to start by making a list of all of the programs you're currently using in your business, paid for or not. And this may require you to go back and kind of figure out what subscriptions you have. Are there programs that you are paying for that you don't use? I know I have fallen victim to this. I've talked about this on the podcast before where you fall into that shiny thing syndrome and you start buying into programs that you see on Facebook ads or on Instagram, or you hear other people talking about through webinars or conferences, different events that you've been to, and you sign up for them. Maybe you sign up for a free trial and then it starts paying, you know, taking money out of your account each month. And you don't even realize a lot of times that you're still paying for things. So go back through, even if it means going through your PayPal or your bank statements and looking at what exactly you're paying for each month. Make a list of all of those resources, all those programs. Now I want you to go to that list and I want you to start thinking about what is really working in your business. So if you have signed up for a program that allows you to create these slideshow videos and you're paying $15 a month for it, but you've only used it maybe two or three times. You thought you would use it more for advertising and marketing, or you'd use it for your clients, but you're just not utilizing it. Then I want you to kind of put like a little red X next to it. That way that tells you this is something I need to either get rid of, or I need to maybe look into a free option for, Um, because if you're paying for something that you're not using, you're just wasting money. Now, going through that list, if you see something like a client management program that is completely vital to your business, that your business would struggle without it, obviously you want to put a star next to it. You're keeping that however you want to market. But that way, when you're done, you are able to kind of see, okay, in the last year, I have signed up for all of these different things, or I have, you know, paying for these different programs. And here are the ones that I really am utilizing, and here are the ones I can get rid of. Now, the next column is going to be for programs where things you want to add to your business. So, for example, if you are still posting daily on social media on your own, so each day you're opening up Instagram, you're finding a photo on your phone, you're uploading it, you're adding a caption, hashtags, all those things and that's been a struggle for you, then maybe this year you want to look into adding a scheduling tool. Or maybe you've added a virtual assistant or a team member to your company and you need a way of staying in contact with them and scheduling out what they're going to task are going to be. You know, you need a way to keep in touch to make sure everybody's on the same page. You need a way to collaborate. Then you might look into adding some kind of platform like Asana or Monday or Uh, Trello, one of those kinds of things. So having these two columns allows you to see what you're already using and what's working, what you can get rid of, along with what are sort of the wish list items. Now, keep in mind that just because it goes on your wish list doesn't mean that it's a program or an investment you're going to invest in this year. 
but it's something that maybe you are hoping to get to at some point. So an example might be, you know, you want to send out gifts, thank you gifts to all of your clients. And there are companies out there that you can subscribe to where they will automatically send out little gift boxes and thank you notes. And that may not be in your budget, but if it's something that you're hoping to eventually get to, put it on the list because there's no limits to what you are capable of achieving. That's the great thing about having your own business is that there's no boundaries you can't surpass. So putting it on the wish list, again, it's something you can aspire to and it's going to remind you, oh yeah, I need to be working towards getting to the point in my business where I can automate my thank you gifts instead of having to you know, purchase them and keep them on hand and mail them out on my own, all those kinds of things. Or maybe you want to aspire to having a virtual assistant or hiring someone else on your team to handle different things. Put that on your wish list. Even though it's not necessarily programs or systems, it's definitely something that will help your business grow. Okay, so today's episode, I want to share with you 12 of the business tools and programs that I use to run my business. These are the things that were on my like must-have list for either my photography business or the Girl Means Business program. So these are going to be tools that I could use either for both or one or the other. And I will go through each one and explain how I use it, why I think it's so important in my business, why I choose to keep it is a, as a priority tool in my business. Now, if you're just starting out in your business or you are thinking about starting a business or you have a hobby business currently that you want to take more full time, this is going to be a great episode for you because this will help give you an idea of some of the tools that are out there that can help you with your business. And a lot of these tools are not super expensive. And I always think about the return on the investment. So if I'm going to spend $15 a month on something, but it's going to help take something off of my plate. It's going to give me more time back, or it's going to make my life easier, or it's going to help me get new clients into my business, then it's well worth the investment I spend. So as I go through each tool, I will talk about the cost as well as why I think it's a benefit to my business. All right. So I'm going to jump right in with number one, the kind of utmost tool that I use in my business that I could not run my business without. And that is my HoneyBook client management software program. HoneyBook is amazing. I use it for my photography business as well as the Girl Means Business podcast. I can have both on the same platform. That's the great thing about HoneyBook is I don't have to have two separate accounts. I'm not paying double. I don't have to log in, log out. I can have both in the same place. And it just helps me track everything I need to know about my clients. So with my photography business, I primarily use it for keeping track of inquiries. So when someone goes to my website, they fill out the contact form. It automatically puts them into my HoneyBook tracking system and it notifies me. I can communicate with them through HoneyBook. I can send invoices, contracts, questionnaires, surveys, you know, there's a payment plans, auto draft options. There's so many amazing things. It also has a scheduling app. So now I can just send them a link. They can schedule. So I use that a lot for podcast guests. I can send them a link through HoneyBook. They can see my availability and choose a time that works for them and automatically get added to my calendar as well as sent, you know, like follow-up information that they need to know before their interview or before their, um, they work with me for a photo shoot. So HoneyBook kind of does all the things I would want like an assistant in my life to do 
it's amazing. I can, you know, track my finances. It has reports. I mean, it just does all the things. And I know there are other programs out there similar to this. There's 17 Hats. There's Dubsado. There's people who are very much team Dubsado, team HoneyBook, team 17 Hats. And I think you just have to figure out the one that works for you. For me, that's been HoneyBook. And one of the things that I also love about it is the community aspect So within your HoneyBook platform, you have a community tab where you can post job openings or you can say, hey, I'm looking for someone to help me do this graphic design project. Or you can actually find people who are looking for whatever it is that you offer. So if you are a graphic designer and someone posts, hey, I need help with creating a logo for my business, you know, you could find jobs that way as well. And then, of course, their Facebook community is incredible as well. They also uh, partner or they're part of the Rising Tide Society. They're the same company. So you get kind of all the benefits of the Rising Tide Society as well. So I personally just fell in love with HoneyBook. I have been using them for several years now. And I really, when I say that my business would not run the way it does without it, I am being 1000% honest about that because there's so many things that HoneyBook takes care of and manages for me that it is, I I would not be able to do it on my own. And the other thing I love about it is that with my photography business, it keeps everything I need in one place. So when I have a client who books a session and I'm ready to go out and meet them for their session, I can go back and review all of their documents, their questionnaire, their contract, their invoice, all the email communications that we had I can actually add my hair and makeup artist to the project. So she knows everything that needs, she needs to know ahead of time as well, without having to go back and forth with emails and texts and all of those things. Okay. I'm going to stop rambling on about my love for HoneyBook. If you want to know more about it, you can go to girlmeansbusiness.com forward slash HoneyBook. There's a whole landing page where I go over all the features that I use. There's a behind the scenes video that actually shows you the inside of my HoneyBook account. I walk you through all of the different features that it has. And then there's a link for you to sign up. If you sign up through that link, you get half off your first year. So I'll make sure that's in the show notes so you can definitely check that out. Okay, moving on. Number two on my list is QuickBooks. So I am not a numbers person. I hate dealing with the financial side of my business. It's one of my least favorite things to do. But I started using QuickBooks about two or three years ago, and it has helped so much with my business. Now, I mentioned that HoneyBook does deal with like invoices and finances, but it connects to my QuickBooks account. So everything that happens in HoneyBook gets recorded in QuickBooks as well. So when it comes time to do taxes and all those other things, I have everything I need in QuickBooks. It's all organized. It is all categorized. It is all reportable. So it's all easy to just print off, give to the accountant, move forward. Now, one of the other things I love about QuickBooks is I have the QuickBooks app on my phone and it tracks my mileage for me. So anytime I go somewhere, it tracks my mileage. Now, I do have to go in and categorize it, whether it's personal or business, So if I'm dropping my kid off at school, obviously that's not a business travel expense. But if I'm driving across town to a photo shoot or I'm driving to meet a client somewhere, those are all business expenses. And I can mark those mileages, those miles tracked in the app, and it transfers it over to the desktop version as well. So not only has QuickBooks really helped me get organized financially in my business, 
but it has helped me to not feel so overwhelmed with the financial side since that's not something that I'm comfortable with or that I enjoy doing. It makes it super easy and I don't have to stress about it when it comes time to taxes and doing anything with the business finances. Okay, number three on my list is Asana. I started using Asana really when I started getting into podcasting because I used it to organize my podcast episodes and client interviews, things like that. But ever since I started using it, it has now been used for so many other things in my business. So Asana is a free program that I use. They do have a paid version, but you can use the free version and access pretty much all the features you would need for Asana. And basically what Asana is, if you've ever heard of Trello, it's similar to that. It's like a visual organizational bulletin board. So I like to use it in the boards format. So I have like little boxes that I kind of drag and drop in different columns. So for the podcast, I have month, you know, divided by months. So it's kind of like a big calendar and I can put boxes underneath each month for each episode. So for January, I would put this box, you know, under the month of January and have all the details I need for this episode within that one little box. I can assign it to tasks to team members. I can have different tasks that need to be done. There is just a great tool, whether you're a one-man show and you just want to get organized or you are working with a team and you need a way for you and your team to communicate with each other and sort of assign tasks to each other. It's really, really great for that. I also use it as a way to organize my content. So A lot of times, especially in the past, I would go into my blog and I would just throw content on my blog and be done. And then I would have to go back and search for it. Or, you know, if I wanted to reshare a certain blog post, I had to go back and find the link or find the photo or whatever I was looking for. But with Asana, what I do now is I have an entire board dedicated to like wedding photography content. And I have all of my blog posts saved within my Asana board. So now if I want to reshare a blog post, all I have to do is go into Asana. I can grab the link. I can grab all the photos. All of the content is there. So if I ever lost it for a reason, if my website shut down or the content online was lost, I have a backup copy of it in Asana. And it's just really a great way to kind of keep all of that in one place for easy access. The third way I started using it is to keep track of all of my login info. (laughs) Now, not logins for things like my bank account, but logins and things for like courses and programs that I've signed up for. I am notorious for signing up for something. And then three months later, I'm like, oh yeah, I want to go and watch that again. Or I want to go look at that again. And then I end up digging through emails for half an hour trying to find my login info. So what I've done now is in Asana, I go in and I've created a board And I have one box for each category or each program I've signed up for. And I can go in and I can have my login info. I can have any of the details I need for that course. If it required me to do any homework, I have all that saved in there. So I can just easily go back and find all of it. So Asana has been huge in helping me get organized and stay on top of things. And it's also a great tool for if you have team members, staying connected with your team members and sharing tasks. Stay with us. We'll be right back. If you've been listening to the Girl Means Business podcast for any amount of time, then you know my love of email marketing runs deep. 
Not only is it a great way to generate new leads, but it's one of the most effective methods for nurturing warm leads and turning them into sales. Now, over the years, I've tested several email platforms, and my favorite by far is Flowdesk. Not only do they make email marketing simple and easy, even for the technically challenged, but they have everything you need to create stunning emails, capture leads, make sales, and automate the entire process, giving you time back in your busy day. And the cherry on top is you're only charged one flat fee no matter how many subscribers you have. So while other platforms will increase your price when you go over your pricing tier limit, Flowdesk has no price increases or hidden fees. If you're ready to give Flowdesk a try, click the link below in the show notes to save 50% off your first year. Let Flowdesk help you design emails people will love. Click the link below and check it out. I have a feeling you're going to love it just as much as I do. All right, number four has two parts. So I have a 4A and a 4B. They are both tools that I use to schedule my social media content. So I use later.com for Instagram and Facebook, and I use Tailwind for Pinterest. Now on later, what I like about it is it's a very visual sort of drag and drop scheduler. You can store your images on later.com. You don't have to keep uploading them every time. So if I have a photo shoot that I've just finished, I can take the top four or five images that I love and upload them to later. Or if I have stock images I've created, I can add those to my later account and then they are stored in there. So when I get ready to create content or create posts to schedule, I don't have to go searching on my desktop or, or downloading images out of my image files. I can have them all saved right there in later.com and I can just drag them and drop them and add captions. You can also save captions. Well, I use that for hashtags. So I create hashtag lists. I save them as captions and I can just easily copy and paste them into the post. So it's really great for making scheduling your social media for Instagram and Facebook super quick and easy. Later has a free version. Um, I use the paid version because I have multiple accounts that I'm linking. So if you only have one account, you can use the free version and it's not a problem at all. Now, Tailwind, I use for scheduling my Pinterest pens. And the reason I separate them out is because Pinterest, I feel like, is a whole different ballgame from Instagram and Facebook. And Tailwind is specifically designed for Pinterest. So it allows me to schedule out pens as well as pin other people's things, because that's really important with on Pinterest to stay active by pinning other people's content. It allows me to share my pens into different groups, which is another way to get them repenned. And it allows me to create sort of evergreen content. So this is content that's going to be repenned over and over again. So things like my podcast episodes or, you know, sort of blog posts that I want to constantly be resharing. So Tailwind is really great for making it super easy for all of that to continue happening without me having to constantly be on Pinterest, repinning and sharing my content. So between later.com and to the Tailwind app, that covers sort of all of my primary social media outlets that I utilize within my business. Number five on my list is my email marketing platform, Flowdesk. Now, let me kind of tell you the progression of how I ended up with Flowdesk and why I love it. So when I first started email marketing, I jumped on MailChimp. It was free. It did the bare minimum. It got me what I needed. 
When I decided I needed a more robust program, I moved to ConvertKit and I was paying upwards of $80 a month for my email list because the more subscribers I had, the more it was going to cost me to use their services. And there were a lot of features that that ConvertKit uses and has available that I just did not need. So when Flowdesk came along and it was brand new, I jumped at the chance because for multiple reasons. One, the price. It was $19 a month for the life of my subscription. Now, if you use the link in the show notes to sign up, you will get that same price locked in. And that to me was huge because I did not like the sliding scale of the more subscribers you have, the more you're going to pay because the whole point of having an email list is to get more subscribers, to get more people on your list. But if you're, if that means you're going to be paying more money, it makes it kind of this catch 22 of growing your email list. So on top of that, I loved that Flowdesk had really beautiful templates. It's really great for anyone who is a visual brand. So if you are in the fashion industry or photography or graphic design, it's a really great way to show off sort of that creative side of your business within your emails. Now, they are a newer company, so there's definitely some sort of bugs they're working out. There are some features not quite available yet, but when you get in early with something and you get a really great price for it, you get to grow with the company. I think that's a win-win all around. So definitely check out Flowdesk if you are looking to build your email marketing program within 2021. Now, since we're talking about email marketing and email marketing platforms, I want to remind you of two resources we have on the Girl Means Business website that will help you boost your email marketing program in 2021. The first one is a free resource called the Email Marketing Starter Kit. This kit not only introduces you to the basics of email marketing, but it gives you a free lead magnet template as well as a welcome sequence template. So that's five emails templates that you can use to welcome new members to your email list. Now, if you're looking to really take it a step further, then I highly suggest you sign up for our Inbox Insider program. This is going to give you an entire year of email marketing templates. Now, this is 52 done for you sort of fill in the blank email templates that you can send out one per week to your email list to stay engaged with your audience, to connect with them, to create two-way conversations. It also includes that same welcome sequence, a sales sequence, a list cleaning sequence, as well as several lead magnet tools. So these are going to be things that are going to help you get more people onto your email list. One in particular that we'll talk about a little bit later on the show is using quizzes to build your email list. And so included with the Inbox Insider program is a step-by-step guide on how to create your first quiz so that you can start using quizzes to grow your email list in 2021. All right, the next two tools on my list both have to do with my website. So number six is WordPress. For my photography business, I use primarily a WordPress site with a ProPhoto template. So WordPress, there's two versions. There's WordPress.org and WordPress.com. I use WordPress.org. That means that I have my hosting, I have my domain with somebody else, and I use WordPress as a free home base for all of my content. WordPress is fabulous when it comes to SEO and blogging. So a lot of times when you see somebody's really beautifully designed uh, website, on the back end, you're going to have 
some portion of that is probably going to be partially WordPress. So a lot of times this gets confusing. I'm not going to dive into all of the the website design process, but WordPress is kind of a foundation piece for building a website. And then you'll have a another program on top of it that designs the pretty part that you see when somebody goes to your website. So I highly encourage you to look into WordPress if you are looking for a way to really get the SEO benefits out of your uh, website. Now, on top of that, for the Girl Means Business website, I am currently in the process of rebuilding that website. You're going to see a whole new website launch, hopefully in the next month or so. And for that, I'm using a program called Show It. Now, Show It and WordPress work together. So I will be using Show It again for the pretty front-facing part of the website. The part that you see when you go to girlmeansbusiness.com will be Show It. The back end where all of the content is being housed for all of the blog posts, the show notes, all those things will be through WordPress. So together, WordPress and Show It are kind of this perfect team of a website design platform. Up next at number eight is one of my all-time favorite business tools, and that is Canva. If you have not been using Canva in your business, you are missing out because it is amazing. In fact, I think pretty much every business owner needs to have a Canva account because if you do anything visually in your business, Canva can help you do it. They do have a free account. They also have a premium account. The free account will get you pretty much everything you need graphic design wise for your business, but the premium account gives you a little more access to different stock images, different templates, things like that. I have used Canva to design so many things in my business. I am not a graphic designer, That is definitely not my strong suit. So Canva makes it really easy for me to create social media graphics, PDF files. I've done presentations, business cards. I created a yearbook ad design for one of my senior portrait clients. I've used it to create presentations. I've used it to create pricing guides. I mean, the opportunities are endless. The great thing about Canva is you just type in what you're looking for, and they're going to give you either layout designs, template designs, stock designs, anything you can possibly imagine. So if you are kind of struggling with the visual aspect of your brand, whether it's on social media, on your website, marketing materials, Canva can definitely help you out with that. All right. Number nine is a program I use within my photography business, and that is shoot proof. So with the photography business, I'm constantly giving digital images out to clients or having proofing galleries where they have to go through their images and decide which ones they want to order. And ShootProof allows me to do that really easily. It allows me to upload. I kind of use it as a backup storage as well for some of my images. I back them up elsewhere, but this gives me like a little extra added bonus to backing up my images because they're all saved on their platform. And it really easily lets my clients view their images. They can download them if I allow them to. I have full control over what my clients are allowed to do within their gallery. I can set up shopping carts. They can order through their galleries. I can create mobile apps for my clients so that I can download an app to their phone with their full gallery right there. It's a nice little added bonus I can give out to clients or I can offer as an upsell. They just have so many features that are really beneficial to photographers. And I love that they have different plan options. So depending on how many galleries or how many images you're uploading, you can choose the plan that works for you. So if you're going to be doing a lot of weddings with tons of images, you might need a larger plan. Whereas if you're doing more you know, portrait sessions where you're just delivering 20 to 30 images per session or per gallery, 
you can do one of their smaller plans and pay less per month, but you still get access to all the other amazing features. So as a photographer, that is definitely one tool that I could not live without within my business. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, photographers, are you ready to make 2024 your best year yet? Growing a business is tough. You're following all the successful photographers and experts, soaking up their best advice and downloading all their free guides, trying to replicate their success only to come up lacking, blaming yourself when their methods don't work for you. But the truth is, it isn't you. Free content and one-size-fits-all courses can only get you so far. What you need is personalized help and guidance, but that can get expensive. Well, not anymore. I've created the perfect solution to get you personalized results for less than $2 a day. Introducing the Focus Photographer Lab, a one-of-a-kind coaching membership that gets you one-on-one results for a fraction of the cost of traditional coaching. Inside the lab, you'll find the three C's to success, classes, coaching, and community. With classes, you gain access to a treasure trove of pre-recorded trainings and invaluable resources. With coaching, you get monthly live trainings and Q&A sessions, along with my favorite part, the weekly one-on-one office hours, where we get to address your unique questions and challenges. And then there's the community, where you get to connect with an amazing group of talented female photographers who share your passion, supporting each other and inspiring each other to greatness. The best part is it doesn't come with an expensive one-on-one coaching price tag. You get all of that for just $47 a month. You can even try it for free for 14 days to make sure it's a good fit for you. And there is no contract and no obligation you can cancel at any time. So what are you waiting for? Head down to the show notes and click the link to learn more and get signed up today. And let's make 2024 our best year yet. Earlier when I was talking about email marketing, I mentioned that there was a program I used to create quizzes as lead magnets. And I go into all the detail of this inside of the Inbox Insider program. I walk you through step-by-step how to create a quiz within this program. The program is called Interact. It is a really well-created program for creating quizzes. What I love about it is that you don't really have to think a whole lot about your quizzes in order for them to be really well made and really well done visually. And then they also produce like really well thought out answers. Now, when I was deciding to try using quizzes as a lead magnet, I thought, well, I could just do this on my own on my website. But the more you think about the fact that you have to connect your answer choices to a final result, it gets really confusing. So Interact does this all for you with this really cool feature where they have where you basically come up with your answer choices first. So if you were to create a quiz on which friend's character are you most like, your six answer choices are going to be the six characters from friends. So you would start with your six final answers, like what result is your client going to get? And then you work backwards from there and you create your questions and your answers. And as you're creating your answers, you are linking your answers to those characters. So if one of your questions is, what is your dream job? And you have choices like actor, you could link that answer to Joey. If you have, you know, university professor, you link it to Ross. If it's fashion designer, you link it to Rachel. So it allows you to, as you're writing your questions and answers, to say, if somebody chooses this answer, then they are going to 
go towards this direction. And the more they choose, the more they lean towards the final result. It, it's hard to explain verbally without being able to show you. But again, I go through all of this step-by-step with examples and everything inside the Inbox Insider bonus section where I talk about using quizzes as lead magnets. And when I was creating my first quiz lead magnet, I looked at a ton of different platforms and options. And this one stood out above the rest, like head and shoulders above the rest. It is super easy to use. It is a really fun tool to use. It gives you all your analytics. You can see you know, how many people started your quiz, how many of them finished it, what were the results. And they give you all kinds of sort of uh, reports within that as well. Now, this was one of the tools on my list that I sort of debated on for a while because I thought, okay, it's not something that is necessary to my business. You know, I don't have to have this in order for my business to function, for it to run properly. However, my ROI on this program, my return on investment is huge because I am consistently getting new leads from my quizzes that I've created. I'm getting new people on my email list on a regular basis because of this program. So in my opinion, that benefit outweighs the cost of what I'm paying each month for the program. So again, this is one of those things where it's not a necessity in my business. My business could still run without it, but it is providing me with a really great return on my investment. So it's worth keeping on my keep list. All right. Number 11 is Google Workspace, formerly G Suite. So Google Workspace is a paid version of Google that allows you to have a personally branded email address. So what that means is that instead of having an email address that's at gmail.com, I can have an email address that is with my domain name. So my email for my photography business, instead of being paisleyandphotography at gmail.com is now hello at paisleyandphotography.com. It just looks a little more professional. It gives you a more polished feel to your website and to your email list because you're now telling people that they're sending it to your domain instead of to Gmail. But you get all of the features of being part of the Gmail Google world So you're less likely to end up in spam, those kinds of things. You also get access to like Google Meets, Chats, Calendar, Drive, all their docs, sheets, slides, all that kind of stuff. So some of the same things you would get with Gmail. But um, I personally was using it for the domain email address, which I think is really beneficial. It's, again, one of those things that is not a must-have but I appreciate having it. And it's $6 a month. I think you can also pay up to $12 a month if you want more storage and things like that. But the basic plan works really well as well. All right, last but not least, number 12 on my list of must-have business tools is my podcast hosting platform, Libsyn. Now, when I started the Girl Means Business podcast, I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't even know how you got a podcast from recorded on my phone or on my computer out into the podcast world. And so I asked a lot of questions and a lot of people came back to me and said, use Libsyn. And I signed up with them and I've been so happy I did. I pay $20 a month for their platform. But what I do is I have to just upload my episodes. I add in all the content as far as like the title, um, the show notes that you see within like your Apple podcast um, app. And then I can add in graphics, all that kind of stuff. It gives me a player that I can embed into my website. 
and it does all the work for me. So once I upload it, it sends it out to all of the different platforms. So it sends it out to Google Play and Spotify and iTunes. And that way I don't have to do all of those things. It does it all for me. So when it comes to podcasting, that is definitely one of the things that you must have in order to get your podcast out into the world. And so I have been truly, truly happy with Libsyn. And it's one of those things that without it, this podcast would not exist today. So if you are thinking of starting a podcast, if it's something that's on your to-do list for 2021, definitely check out Libsyn. It is one of the most popular platforms out there from what I've seen when it comes to podcast hosting. Okay, guys, so those are my top 12 business tools. Quick recap, we have HoneyBook, which is my client management system, QuickBooks for financial stuff, Asana for getting everything organized, Later and Tailwind for scheduling social media, Flowdesk for my email marketing, I use Showit and WordPress for my website, Canva helps me create graphic images, Shootproof allows me to send client galleries and store digital images for my photography business. Interact is my quiz making lead magnets program. G Suite for my email and Libsyn for my podcast hosting site. So those are the top 12 business tools. Now, obviously, there are going to be others that I use as well, but these are the main 12. They're kind of the core foundation for my business. And hopefully, This gives you some ideas, some jumping off points. If you've been looking for any of these in your business, I will have those all linked down below in the show notes so you can easily scroll down and click on the ones that you want. Some of those links are affiliate links, which include discounts. So make sure if you are interested in any of these programs that you use the links down below to save a little extra cash. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this week's episode. The first episode of 2021 is officially in the books. I hope that you are having a wonderful start to the new year, and I will see you back here next week. Same time, same place.